Hey, what's up? In terms of pressure and goals, I've been thinking about this recently, and, I, and it's I've kind of been experiencing that. I think this might be a good time to talk about that. The first thing I'd like to talk about is pressure. I th- I, I've cut that out from a lot of my episodes because that's been dawdling in my head, and I want to get it out now before my thoughts disappear. I'm not sure how that works out. In terms of pressure, I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves, pressure for for us to always be living in the moment. The phrase, live your life to the fullest, live every second to the fullest, it's focusing on a timeline basis versus the actual present moment. And so it focuses not only on the past and present, but also on the future. And so then it, it, I feel like it's almost pressuring when you look at it in a different way. What's pressuring you saying, hey, if you're not living you're, the next second that comes up to the fullest, like you're going against this. And I feel like it's almost pressuring and it just takes you away from that present when you put that sentence there when you say you must live your life to the fullest and I think that's something that I now looking back at the motivational speeches I did like there are all these like inspiring and motivational messages like go push hard like I'm not like making fun of them I, I think those like I think the general idea of like those themes are good but the way motivational speeches does it it's a very like weird area where when someone says you got to do this like you know you're feeling jolted until for like maybe the next 10 seconds you actually do a good a decent job on living your life and after that you know it just goes and it's almost like you need it every day which then it becomes a drug so i i wouldn't advise that i know there's that quote you take showers every day in the same way with motivation i think that was zig ziglar um i don't really have context on that quote so i can't comment too much on that but Coming back to the central point, I feel like it's pressuring to say you must live your life to the fullest. It's pressuring to do these things, and pressure, I think it immediately takes you out of the present because really you're allowing the pressure to affect the pressure to affect you, and if you're allowing the pressure to affect you, then it's going to affect your thinking, it's going to affect how you do things, and then it affects all these things. I'm really just trying to delve into that. Well, how do I be mindful of what I consume and how that really affects me? Like, it's amazing how we put pressure on ourselves to get these things done. And in the same way, it's like almost where you don't care about it, but at the same time, you care about it very much. I think the only way for those things to coexist right now in my very limited mindset, which is this is going to sound very naive, is to let go, to just trust in the process, trust in God. Like, really, like, you're not going to control it. So stop fooling yourself saying that you are. Uh, we put pressure because usually we want certain things, a certain result to come out. And because of that, we think that we're controlling. And first of all, the pressure makes it harder for you to actually put in your best effort, which obviously can affect the result. But please don't put more pressure on yourself because of that. And the second thing is with pressure, um, the pressure doesn't do anything good for you. It just it puts a false expectation on a result that must happen and then and then you're focused on the result versus the actual process, which is, again, taking you out of the present. And you're not letting the result come as, I think, in terms of my faith, I've learned so far. And this is also very naive because I have a very limited understanding on this, uh, almost none at all, which is that we um, we don't need to worry about the result. Whatever happens, that is not up to us. What, what we do have the will to do is to that process how can we apply ourselves and i'm trying to avoid saying this in a motivational quote-unquote way because it already feels like i'm trying to put pressure on you but or pressure on myself even but how do we how do we just give it our best in this present moment and that that again feels pressuring because it's like then it comes back to this matter of intensity where if you you're if you're not feeling like it's 
convicting from you from every layer of death of your soul, which is fooling yourself again, um, then it's not the best. But I think one thing I've learned, or one thing I didn't learn, but one thing uh, my parents have taught me is just best is not the level of intensity. In fact, I've found that the level of intensity sometimes draws me away from the present. Rather, it's just living according to the soul and to God and to these uh, moral uh, principles and foundations and your values and all of that is really living your best just sticking that foundation in those basics because i mean there really is nothing beyond that and in terms of goals um this is goals planning preparation those have been a really um a con- not confusing but like I've, I've tried to intellectualize it a lot and so it's gotten really weird for me and my moral compass and my moral values is it okay to set goals to do plans for me sometimes i feel like goals personally they I feel like I'm chasing something rather than the actual process. Like goals are almost always result based. And if they're not like, for example, achieve this by this timeline or whatever, or this is the result that will happen. And if they're not result based, then it's simply a matter of living it. For example, a goal might be to just continue to be more aware and present, like, or be more present and aware. That's something that you can just live in like in the that's something you can do in the present that's that's a matter of like living it it's not something like you go after and like achieve and like oh now i i'm so in the present and i've achieved this and i'm so aware and from now on you know i'll just be present and aware no i think it's just a matter of living it so i maybe i know there are probably some exceptions to that but i but i found that mostly goals are either statements that you live by they're not really goals in the way that society portrays them and even then I think it's just more important to just live by them than to try to make them a goal and the other ones are just result based which I disagree with and I feel like you're chasing something you're putting pressure on yourself to complete that result rather than you you now complete the result but it wasn't your best like I'd rather ha- have it be my best and it take a lot longer than to achieve a certain goal and in terms of plans and people always say it didn't go out as we planned it's my philosophy is like if it didn't go out as why you as you planned, why are you spending so much time planning? If you know it's not going to go as you planned, like not everything is going to be carried out how you think. In fact, very few things will be. And even then, sure you want to come up with a rough outline. Sure, um, so sure so be it. But even then, I feel like when you come up with a plan, it's like I I, I follow the step by step guide. It's like climbing stairs endlessly to reach what a plan is for what. Usually, it's leading to a certain result. And when it's not, when it's just focusing the next few steps, it's assuming something will happen in the future assuming events that will happen in the future that will lead you there rather than the growth that can happen in that present moment that will change the steps that you take even the staircase that you take and i think one way of illustrating that is phases when you plan in a phase or out of a phase doesn't matter the point is not if it's a phase but when you plan in those situations there's a focus on this is what will happen regardless if it's the end, middle, out, out of a phase. Like, I, I don't even use the word phase, but this is what will happen rather than you're discrediting the growth that can happen in that present moment and you're assuming all the things will happen. For example, if an earthquake happened five seconds from now, your plans will completely change. And so you're assuming that something will happen. And so it's like you can't constantly be planning for everything or prepared for everything it's not like, ooh, I was ready for that mistake and this mistake, or I have a backup plan. And so oftentimes you don't. And I found that with planning, it's always like you're chasing something. Um, I'm not trying to say you shouldn't have a plan or should have a plan. And this is just my own personal thoughts. And I, I still don't know this. And 
That's partly because I'm intellectualizing it, and I'm not exactly sure how to avoid intellectualizing it with still having thoughts or feelings on it. And I feel like I'll intellectualize that too. But with plans, there's no need to plan out everything, even if it's a rough outline. With first drafts, for example, in writing, you'll find that there's this... um, You're letting the story guide you, usually. Sometimes people have choose to have a, a beginning and an end. For me, personally, I might have a beginning and end, or I might just let the story guide me and just start writing. I think it depends um, Depends on what I'm doing. Sometimes I'll have an outline. If I, like, for example, if I'm writing it based off, like, a true story, then I usually already know where the story's going to head. But even then, like, it's about letting the present moment guide you rather than following the strict base of events. Like, the first of all, the plan shouldn't become set in stone. And even if it is set in stone, I find that you're, you're, even if you, like, it's, if you're going to disregard the plan, then why create the plan in the first place? And if you're not disregarding it, then you're creating a vision of the future expectations that eventually aren't met. And expectations, there are very few times where I feel like expectations are okay, and those are usually like very deeply personal. So expectations in general, it's creating like a false vision of the future because you're not expecting something in the present. You're expecting something a moment from now. If you're expecting something in the present, then it isn't the expectation. You're actually in that moment. And so when you're expecting... You're creating a vision of the future, and when it doesn't meet it, regardless if it's quote-unquote better or worse, um, it seems different. And so, it's, I, I am trying to avoid just having expectations of the future. And in terms of chasing after goals, I think this is, episode has been a summarization of things that I've said previously, and a more collected version and new perspective on those things, with some added thoughts. In terms of goals, I find that, like for example, if you want to do something, but it's you can't fully achieve it right now for example you really think this job is really cool but like you gotta build up your portfolio or um you're waiting to go to move to the specific place and you don't have like a certain amount of money yet or something like that um i think it's okay to imagine what it'll be like for me personally i think it's okay to imagine all those things but to set it in stone and get attached um, is immediately when it goes wrong. I pulled that also. Uh, I pulled that out from a book called *Beginning to Pray* by Anthony Bloom. When you set it in stone, that's when it becomes a problem. Sure, you can imagine about the future, but even then, I'd rather focus on the present. I think one of the ways we forget that is when we have like this dream, whether that's a possibility or it's like right now what we feel like that is a, a desire. And this is something I'm learning too. Rather than focusing on chasing this desire or chasing this goal or working towards it. It's this present, like, are you feeling this? What are the things you can do not to, what are the things right now, not necessarily to accomplish it, because it's not like a lot of, I mean, sure, you can take like steps and prepare, but like, what are, like, what are you desiring to do right now? Because if you can't do that in the future, then let that, you know, desire grow, evolve, whatever. And I think that's something I'm learning. But what can you do right now? For example, if you have, um, if you think it'd be really cool to to buy a house in France, like, this, and this is not something about, like, trying to achieve buying a house in France, but do you have an interest in, like, French as a language? then learn about it or in the culture of French. Not to achieve buying a house in France, but simply because you have that desire right now. If you're chasing after a goal but you don't have the desire for what that thing actually is or a desire in the present, then it's really 
it's like an idealistic kind of thing. It's not actually in the present moment. And so to really learn that just to learn to be in the present, I think it's like, yes, like sure, it might be really cool and whatnot, but I'd wait. For me, I, I might be aware of that, but I'd try more importantly to be present rather than set my heart and set my heart and imagination and mind and stone on this specific thing. And that is something I'm learning. Yes, I think there's a desire that might be there to do that thing, but focus that desire and be aware of that, like that thing in the future, but channel it to, I think, the present and let, you know, your soul guide you. Because that's when I say, that's what I mean when I say desire and the soul is something uh, deep that I don't understand and spirituality and all these other different things in spirituality in general and what that leads to. So those are my present thoughts on this and as as these thoughts keep changing uh, nothing's stagnant nothing's it's not necessarily a constant flow state of thoughts where i'm constantly developing thoughts but it's it's there's growth and it's never this one stagnant moment for a period of time thanks for listening to this episode it's not like a stopping thing like i'm actually i think for once moving towards story and getting just more excited about that and i'm not sure what it's going to be like in the future uh, like sure there are things that might be really cool but I'm not sure what it's going to be like in the future, and I don't want to set my mind on the future. I want to set it on the present, and right now, I am trying to move towards storytelling as a whole, whether it's producer raw and just reading out like narratives that I reading that or making produced content. That's just an update. Thank you for listening to this episode. I have no idea how much it means for you to listen and. I think I have some idea. I really don't. I know I don't know how much this means, uh, and I can say that like it does mean something because it does. But like to really get an appreciation and sense and value of that is a, a value of you guys listening is a journey. And right now um, I'm very early in the journey. But thank you for listening to this episode. Regardless if you share, if you don't like the podcast, if you do, taking the time to actually just listen to the episode is I really appreciate that. Sometimes. I find it hard for me to listen to myself. Thank you for listening to this episode.